in on a Wednesday, baby. Okay, so today we are going to look ahead to Marais v. Sanhagen. It's, well, right now it's a 13-fight card, so we're going to look at all of that, people. Buckle up, we're going to get busy. Okay, so Saturday we've got another outing on Fight Island this time. Oh, it's intriguing. It's headed up by a bantamweight main event. We've got the number one contender, Marlon Marais, against Corey Sandhagen. Yeah. Um, oosh, I'm not quite sure where Corey is in the rankings uh, He's coming off a loss to Aljamain Sterling Which is, you know what I mean, I think he's first in the UFC Right, it snaps a whew, Five fight winning streak under, uh, you know, under the banner And, listen Aljamain Sterling is you know, I think he's probably considered You know, the number one con- The legitimate number one contender And, yeah he's He should be fighting Peter Yang next Right, so Yeah, I mean, losing to Aljamain Isn't really... It's nothing to bow your head at, right? But it's an intriguing fight. And you could say that maybe the winner would fight the winner of Yan and uh, Sterling. Who knows? But as well as this fight, we've got some other good ones. I mean, 13 to be uh, precise. So, it starts off... With the prelims, we've got a flyweight clash of Tagir Orlanbekov against Bruno Silva. Okay, so Orlanbekov is 12 and 1. He's on a free fight winning streak, which you know, has propelled him to his UFC debut. So yeah, pretty good stuff, you know, from uh, the Russian fighter, right? So uh, you know, looking at his previous fights, it does look like he likes a choke, right? Yeah, he's got a good few submissions. On the old record He did actually fight For um, Pride You know Back in the day 
So, um, yeah, he's full. Uh, he's been fighting for Fight Night Global. You know, that's where um, he's had, you know, a significant amount of his career. With the last few fights at GFC. Not quite sure who that promotion is. But, yeah, submission seems to be his victory of choice. He does have one TKO. That was back in 2017. But, uh, yeah, he likes to finish it with a good old choke. Now, he is stepping in to face, you know, the Bulldog. You know, who is 10-5-2. He's, um, yeah, had it a little tough in his last two fights. With a couple of losses. You know, so this will be his third UFC outing. But when we look at the people he's lost to, you know. He made his uh, debut against Khalid Taha. Uh, at UFC 243, Whitaker Adesanya, um, he lost via arm triangle there, and uh, then he fought David Duvarak, um, that was UFC on ESPN plus 28, you know, in March earlier this year, so just before the lockdown, um, yeah, it's funny, he does, um, you know, he, he's been in there, you know, he's been around, he fought on the fourth season of the Brazilian Ultimate Fighter, he won his first match, but lost his second, it does look like um, submissions are a bit of his kryptonite, you know, he does have a, a rear naked choke win, but that was back in 2018. Sorry, 2014. So, um, yeah, with that said, you know, going up a against a fighter who does like a submission, right, and who is um, definitely coming in riding high, right? I think that uh, old Benekov, you know, I think that he's probably going to get the win here. Yeah, I mean that's where um, that's where I'm going to put the money this time around, people. So we next jump to uh, a ladies bantamweight clash. We got Tracy Cortez against Stephanie Egger. So, um, Cortez was actually meant to be fighting Bay Malaki, but unfortunately, Malaki had to pull out due to COVID. So, um, Eggers stepped in, I think, on a week's notice, maybe just slightly longer than that. But, uh, yeah, you know, should be an intriguing clash, regardless. Now, Cortez, she is 7-1 and one and on a 7-fight win streak You know, so, um, yeah, lost her debut at Invicta 25 But since, you know what I mean, she's, uh, yeah, 
gone um, gone without a loss. So that's all good. She got to the UFC via the Contender Series, and she had a yeah a good fight with Maria Agapova. All right, um, people will know her. So she then won her um, you know first fight in the UFC against Vanessa Mello. That was a unanimous decision in November last year. So, um, yeah, Cortez, um, I don't know, like, she's got one rear naked choke and one ground and pound. The rest have kind of been decisions. Um, so, yeah, you know, I think she's gritty, she got a split decision win against Erin Blanchfield and Victor 34, you know, and, yo, Blanchfield, yo, she's tough, I mean, she's fighting for the belt in November, um, and that's Blanchfield's only loss, so, yeah, that kind of gives you a little bit of an indication of Cortez, uh, but she's going in against yeah Edgar, who is five and one, and on a free fight win streak. Right, so um, this would be a UFC debut. You know, her last fight was against Singa Kiefer. That was um, September, right at uh, Buddy MMA Clash Three. She won with a rear naked choke midway through the first round. Um, yeah, she, you know, she, um, whew, she fought Gabriel Garcia. I think that's Gabby Garcia, right? At um, the uh, ADCC World Championships, you know, last year in September. She lost via points. Um, so yeah, she does, you know, she knows grappling, right, so, looking at things, I don't know, she's got a couple of submission wins, one TKO, so I think it's probably gonna be, you know, a similar skill set going into this fight, um, I think that, Maybe Cortez has fought at the higher level, right? I mean, Eggers has one fight in Invicta. Uh, she lost to Alexa Connors at Invicta 20. Um, she's got one fight in Risen, right? But, yeah, I'd say that's probably her stiffest competition. So I think that Cortez... Comes in with the edge here So, um, yeah I think we're going to go with Cortez For the win with um, with this one, people But, yeah, I think it's definitely an interesting fight Because they've both got similar amounts of experience You know uh, So we then jump to the men's featherweight division we have got Jigga Kadezi against Omar Morales. Okay, so um Kadezi, you know, he's 10 and 2, won his last five fights. 
right? So um, that includes his free in the UFC. No, he yeah, free in the UFC. Made his debut in September 2019 against Brandon Davis. He then um, beat Jamal Emmers, both split decisions. And he beat Irvin Rivera in May this year. Uh, That was a unanimous decision. But on top of his MMA, uh, Gitezi has got a substantial kickboxing you know, career and pedigree. Um, yeah, I've seen him fight a lot in glory, and whew, he is definitely a technician. You know what I mean? He knows knows what to do with those legs, right? So I think, yeah, this is an interesting one. We have definitely seen him, you know, get better with each fight. Um, he maybe hasn't fought as regularly as he might like, right? He's had a few fights cancelled, um, but yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. Now he is going up against, you know, Omar Morales, who is ten and zero. Yeah, that's right, people. He has not. Lost Right, he um, came to UFC Via the Contender Series Right, he beat Harvey Park That was in August Last year So, um, yeah, basically A, you know, a month before Gidezi made his UFC Debut So he then won his next two fights Dong Hong Ma that was December last year, and then he beat Gabriel Benitez in May. Ah, uh, so he, you know, yeah, he's got a, um, he's got submissions, he's got TKOs. I think this is gonna be an interesting fight. It's definitely going to be an interesting one. Um, yeah, he got into the UFC via a knockout. So, uh, you know, but his UFC, two UFC fights have been decisions. So, yeah, it's kind of similar to Kadezi. Um, God damn. Yeah, this is definitely interesting. I might go with Kadezi. Due to the experience But Yeah this is gonna be It's a t- gonna be a tough fight Right And um, I think it's gonna be an interesting Test for Kadezi Because Yeah Morales has got You know he's got jujitsu And he's got Yeah knockout power So uh, yeah we're gonna see A test for sure So next up, we jump to the men's bantamweight division. We got Ali Alquazi against Tony Kelly. Right, so the royal fighter, he's eight and four, coming a lot 
against a loss in his UFC debut. That was against Erwin Rivera. Um, it was a split decision. It was a tough fight. Rivera just, yeah, he kind of took over in that third round. But it was definitely close. Right, so um, Alquazi, he does have a few submissions on the record. Right? Um, of late, though, he has gone to the decision in his last three. Uh, so he is going up against prime time Tony Kelly, who is six and two. He is also coming off a loss. That was against Kai Kamaka. Um, that was a fun fight. That was a fun fight. It was a UFC 252. Moyochich call me a free in August. Uh, so, um, yeah, Kelly does like a submission. Definitely likes a submission. He does have a TKO win as well. Hmm. I think Kelly gets it done. Right, I think he's probably got the the better jujitsu. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm saying Kelly for the win, but another fun fight there, people. Um, so then we jump to the middleweight division. We've got Ipa Kazangi against Joaquin Buckley. Okay, so. Um, Ipper is actually a, uh, you know, he's a late replacement, right? Because, um, Abu Azatatar had to withdraw due to COVID. So, um, Kazangi, he is 8 and 0, right? 8 and 0. He's, um, yeah, on a 10-fight win streak, so that includes his amateur fights. He's um, definitely struggled to get fights, but, uh, you know, had two goes on the Contender Series, which, yeah, got him a contract in August, and um, he made his debut. <laughs> Basically, it was like a couple weeks after his contender series fight, but it was an impressive win over Maki Patoli, right? It was a decision, but yeah, Kanzangi did, yeah, he won that fight, clearly won that fight. It was a good performance, right? So, um, yeah, he is going up against um, Buckley, who is a 10 and 3. He, um, he lost his UFC debut, but it was against Kevin Holland, right? It was against Kevin Holland, um, and I think it, I believe it was a short notice, uh, fight as well, but yeah, whew, I mean, that was a tough fight against Holland, it, it was, but I think this one is probably a more evened clash, 
So it'll be interesting to see how this one goes. He, uh, whew, Buckley does have heavy hands, right? So before the Holland fight, he, uh, yeah, took his previous two opponents out. The last in the second, the one before that in the first rounds. And he has got a good few TKOs on the... Uh, yeah, on the record So, oof, it is going to be a tough fight It's definitely going to be a tough fight oh, I think it's going to be a bit of a brawl I I think that Kasangi will get it um, I think it's going to be close I think Kasangi is just super confident Right, he's coming off some wins. Buckley's coming off that loss, and I think it, yeah, just come will come down to that, just the confidence, right? Um, but as I said, it's going to be a fun fight. So we then go into our whew, no, I was going to say soul, but it's our first of three. Heavyweight fight on the card We got Rogero Nascrimento Against Chris Dukakis uh, And um, You know Z Kalimia Is 8-0 8-0 This is his second UFC fight He came via the Contender Series which, um, yeah, he took part in July last year. One with an arm triangle. Yep. Uh, made his debut against Dontel Mays. And, yeah, he won with a rear naked choke in the second round. That was in um, May this year. So, uh, yeah. You know, before that, I don't know. I can see he's got at least one other um, TKO on the record. He is fighting out of American top team. So um, I think that's a good camp to come out of, right? Uh, now, Dukas, he's 9-3 and three on a two-fight win streak, right? And, um, yeah, he looked super impressive. With his UFC debut uh, That was against Parker Porter At um, UFC 252 Miocic be call me a free In August Yeah he, he got a TKO in the first Early in the first round Man whew. You know what I mean he, Yeah he really did his thing um, And that that's kind of how he wins TKO, you know, not many decisions on his record, right? So, uh, yeah, I, you know, again, there is two big guys going in there. It's gonna be interesting. Now, um, we don't really see any ground, you know, from Dukas, but that's not to say he doesn't have it. Um, but we do see extremely heavy hands. He's fast. I think he gets the win. You know, I I think you know we start on the feet. 
And yeah, that's the advantage right there, you know. It, you know, we he landed a big knee in his last fight. So if um, Nascimento, you know, shoots, he could eat a knee. Right, so yeah, I'm going to say Dukas, you know, with a, yeah, I think it's probably going to be a pr- impressive win, you know. Um, we then go to our headline fight. Of the prelims, it's a middleweight clash between Tom Breeze and KB Buller. So, um, I do believe that Buller was a late, a late replacement. Now, late, I think he came in, you know, a couple weeks back, right? So, not crazy late, but. Possibly not a full camp, right? So, um, the Bengal, this old Buller, he's 8 and 0. 8 and 0. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. You know, he was actually meant to fight in the contender series. So, uh, yeah, you know, he was able to circumvent that and step in. Which, um, yeah, not bad, right? Not bad at all. So, uh, you know, he's got TKOs and he's got um, some submissions, which is all good. I, hmm, his last win was September last year. Okay, but. Yeah, he's going in there against Tom Breeze, who's 11-2. and two. He is coming off a loss, right, which was against Brendan Allen. Um, that was February, uh, you know, February this year. And, um, you know, it, it marked a return because Breeze had been out for... Um, yeah, a couple of years. You know, his last um, fight was who May twenty eighteen, where he got a win over Daniel Kelly, right? So he made his UFC debut. Who end of May twenty fifteen went on a free fight win streak. Then he lost to Sean Strickland. Came back, beat Kelly. Um, But yeah, then was out. And injury does seem a thing that has hampered his career. Right? Um, Now, he does compete in grappling. Right? So, he's definitely got that. uh, As a, a, you know, a useful tool. So, I think this is an interesting clash. Because, you know, Buller, he does like a submission. You know, Breeze has got submissions. And um, he's also got a few TKOs. Which I think, you know, very similar to Buller. But Breeze has got the experience. Now, Breeze hasn't competed in MMA. You know, as, as mentioned. Since... Uh, 
yeah, since February. But he has had a grappling match, which he took part in in July. Right, so um, I think Breeze gets the uh, I think Breeze gets the job done. You know, I think he gets the job done. So yeah, it's gonna be an interesting one. Gonna be an interesting one. Maybe we get to see them both. Uh, you know, test their jujitsu against each other. Who knows? But um. Yeah, I think it would be a, a fun fight to lead us into the main card, people. So, yeah, and there you go with the prelims. So, we have a six-fight main card, which starts off in the featherweight division. we got Yusuf Zalau against Ilya Tupira. Ugh. I think that might be it. Now, Tupira is a replacement for Shong Wu Choi. Um, I think he stepped in last week. Right? So, um, let's take a, a look at this one. All right. So, Tupira, he is 8 0. Yes, that is right, people. 8 0. Um, his last fight, ooh, he's been out for a few months, that was against Stephen Gonclaves, uh, for Brave CF, and that was November last year, he won via TKO, and, um, yeah, he, uh, it does seem that his actual... You know, win of choice is submission. And he's got a variety of chokes. Rear naked, guillotine, mounted guillotine, anaconda. So, um, he does like his ground fighting. Does like that. Now, Zalau, you know, the Moroccan devil. He's 10 and 2 with, um, four wins. Oh, um, yeah. I think it should be noted, uh, you know, Tupura is making his UFC debut. You know, I think, um, yeah, I think that kind of was clear, but just to make sure. But yes, Zalau is on a four-fight win streak, right? So um, this will be his full fight in the UFC, Right, he has already fought three times this year, so he does like to be busy. So he made his um, yeah, made his debut in February on uh, the Jones Reyes card, UFC two forty seven. He beat Austin Lingo. He then beat Jordan Griffin in June, and he then beat. Peter Barrett in August. All decisions, but Zalau did look extremely good in all of those fights. So he came in um, as LFA champion. Uh, he um, yeah, he won the fight with a flying knee in the first round. It was impressive. Right, so, um, 
Yezalau, he also does dig the submissions, right? Das Choke, Rear Naked, yeah, he digs those for sure. But he's also got, um, you know, a couple of TKOs on the record. So it's an interesting one, right? I think Zalau takes it, right? Looking at records, I think they are both j- probably just as skilled on the ground. Um, I'd say Zalau has probably fought at the, you know, higher level. Um, and he's coming off three fights this year, all under the UFC banner, right? And as mentioned, um, Topia, his last fight was November last year. So, um, yeah, we're going with Zalao. But I think that should be a, a fun way to start the card. Right, people? So, we then jump to... Uh, oh, what have we got? We've got our second heavyweight clash of the night. We've got Tom Aspinall against Alan Badut. And, um, yeah, Badut is a... Um, yeah, he's a replacement for Sergei Spivak, who uh, had to withdraw with COVID. I think he took the fight, I think it was last week, if I remember correctly. So, the black samurai, samurai he is 8-1, uh, and one, coming off two wins, right? So, um... Yeah, his last one was, oh, it was April last year. He beat Todd Stout for at TKO 47. Um, yeah, and the fight before that was nearly a year before. So, ooh, frequency has not been... Um, you know, Badot's, it's not been uh, his friend, it would seem. Um, uh, he does, yeah, he's got a um, a few TKOs, right? He's got a few TKOs on the record. Uh, but Aspinall, he, um, I mean, they've got kind of similar records, right? So, Aspinall's 8 and 2, right? He's on a four fight win streak. Um, he made his UFC debut in July. Fight Island, he had a sensational win over Jake Collier. You know, under a minute in the first round, knockout. Boom. So he was coming in as the Cage Warriors champion. Yeah. So he had some uh, very good wins there. Um, yeah, he's got heavy hands. Definitely got heavy hands. Does have a, um, you know, a, a couple of submission wins. They were a little bit earlier in the career. But, um, you know... Yeah, he should probably be uh, still working that ground game. 
but who knows but yeah definitely heavy hands and i think you know the the win you know this year i think that gives aspinall the you know the edge and i think he will walk away with the win there all right so uh, yeah that is that and that leads us into a middleweight clash between marcus perez and uh, Dricos Dupissi. Um, yeah, Dupissi. Again, he is a um, a replacement for Rodolfo Vieira, who withdrew. I mean, that was a couple of weeks back, right? That was a couple of weeks back. But yeah, Dupissi. He is. Um, yeah, he hails from South Africa. He's, I think he was a champion for them. Still knocks. He's 14 and 2 on a two fight win streak. Right? So his last fight was December last year. Uh, he won with a um, guillotine choke at EFC Worldwide 83. Um. Yeah, he's got a mixture of TKOs and submissions. Does like a good submission. Probably slightly more t- um, submissions than TKOs. All right, and um, yeah, he's going up against Maluku, uh, who is 12 and 3. He is coming off a loss in his last fight. That was against Wellington Turman. Um, and that was November last year. So, uh, yeah. I mean, they've both been out for a similar amount of time. Um, Perez did grapple in August. Right? At F- SFT23. Um he lost a decision, but, you know, that is uh, good he was on the mats, maybe, uh, you know, it shook out some uh, rust and all of that, he does have a, you know, a win-loss, win-loss little vibe going for him, he uh, came via LFA, where he actually got a, you know, arm triangle win over Ian Heinish, right, but lost to Eric Anders in his UFC debut, he then beat James Boknovic, lost to Andrew Sanchez, and then he beat Anthony Hernandez before the Terman fight, um, so yeah, you know, he, he, does like the submission, right, he's got a, a variety, knee bar, rear naked, um, arm triangle, uh, he's got a, um, yeah, he's got a, you know, a TKO on the record as well, Whew. it should be fun, I think... Although I'd say probably Perez might have fought at a higher level, I think Dupissi will. Um, I think he might come in and make a splash, 
right? He's um, riding the win streak. It looks like he's probably got a bit more consistency than Perez. So, yeah, I'm going to say De Pissy comes in um, with a bang, you know? he He's called Still Knox, right? So, yeah, I'm going to go De Pissy for the win. Right, so that leads us into our, you know, third and last heavyweight clash. We have got a big Ben Rothwell against Marcin Tabura. So, um, yeah, All right, I think that will be an interesting one. So, Tabura, he is 19 and 6. He's coming off a couple of wins, right? Coming off a couple of wins. And I, I definitely think we've seen a, a, a difference in his style, right? We've seen improvement in his game since he's been working with um, Big John Wood, right? Over at Syndicate. So his last win was a decision against Maxim Grishin. That was in July at UFC 251, Usman v. Massaval on Fight Island. Um, and before that, he beat Sergei Spivak. That was February. Um, both were decision wins. Right, so... Um, yeah, he's been in the UFC uh, since... Ooh, 2016. Right, 2016. It has been a bit of a... You know, up and down situation. Um, though he does have a win over Andre Orlowski, you know, and Stefan Struve, right? But yeah, it, it it's been a little bit of a mixed bag. Um, and he is stepping in there with uh, the king of Ro 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 Rochelle Ben Rothwell who is 38 and 12 right he's on a his own two win win streak he had a split decision over Ovincent Prue in May and before that he also has a win over Stefan Struve right so I mean, this is an interesting one, right? So, Rothwell is, like, he does have a speed on him, which is very surprising. He also has some, you know, submission wins, right? Which, yeah, again, probably surprises a few people, right? Especially the fact that one of those submissions was against Josh Barnett, right? Where you'd be like, wait, what? He has a submission win over the War Master? Huh. Interesting stuff. He's also got heavy hands. You know? Hits hard. And I think I just think his size, his speed, and his reach. I think that will give him the advantage. As well as just his fight IQ. You know what I mean? He's got 50 friggin' fights under the belt. Right? So, um, yeah, I think Big Ben will... Uh, yeah, I think he will take the win here. Um, 
That leads us into our co-main event. And we've got Edson Barbosa against Maquan Amirakani, who um, is a replacement to Sadiq Yusuf, who had to withdraw with injury. Uh, I mean, right? Junior, you know, he... I mean, he's 29, and he has a highlight reel that probably many are the envy of. Now, he is coming off three losses, right? Very close fights. Well, two of them were, right? So, um, you know, his last fight was against Dan Eag, which was in uh, May this year. It was a split decision. Um, he then had a split decision against Paul Felder at UFC 242. Uh, and then before that, it was Justin Gaethje, which, uh, yeah, that was not a close fight. Um, he does have a win over, and a very good win over Dan Hooker, where he just... Oh, it was brutal. He chopped, just chopped Hooker's legs up. Oh, it was bad. It really was bad. Um, yeah, you know, Barbosa, he's been in there with everyone. You know, Khabib, Kevin Lee, Benil Dariush, Gilbert Melendez, Anthony Pettis, Tony Ferguson, you know. Was in there a couple of times with Paul Felder, Donald Cerrone, just whew, so many. Do you know, came to the UFC um, in 2010. 2010, right? Had a four fight win streak, which was capped by that Terry Etten wheel kick. You know what I mean? Just, yeah, crazy Um, Interesting thing as well UFC 242 was in Abu Dhabi So, um, yeah, he does have that experience of fighting in that heat And, yeah, that Khabib Poirier fight Was, uh, you know, from all accounts Kind of a, you know, a hothouse, right? Um and he is going in there against Mr. Finland, right? Who is 16 and 4 and coming off a win, right? Which was against Danny Henry in July. And yo, that was a, it was a really good win. Yeah, UFC 251, Usman V. Massabal, he got an anaconda choke, right? Um, Yo, Marakari, he's had an interesting time because we've seen him look really good. You know, against Shane Burgers, he won that first round. But I think his output was so much, he tired himself out. Right? And, um, yeah, so I think it all comes down to pace for him. You know? Um... He does have takedowns, right? He does have good takedowns, 
but Barbosa does have um he does have good takedown defense. I think it's gonna be it's an interesting clash. It really is. Because yeah, Murakami has very good submissions, right? And if he can get Barbosa down, yeah. You know, I think he could um he could get the submission. Ah, uh, you know, this is a really I think it kind of depends to um yeah, how they look on the scales. It's going to be, you know, Barboza's second fight in the division. You know what I mean? So I I I think there's that. Right? Um I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I am gonna. I'm, I might just. You know, it's it's close. I have no clue. I think I might just go with the underdog for now, and say Murakami. You know, but uh, yeah. I don't know. I could change. <laughs> I could change that one. But yeah, I, I think he might win by a submission. But that takes us to the main event. Marlon Marais against Corey Sanhagen. This is a high-level bantamweight fight. Right? So, Marlon Magic Marais. He is 23-6-1. Coming off a win in his last fight... Which was a split decision over Jose Aldo at UFC 245. You know, Usman v. Covington. That was December last year. Now, I do, um, you know, like most people, I do think Aldo won that fight. But, you know, Marais does have to win on the record. There is that. He's interesting, right? There's, we've seen him look sensational. But then we've also seen him crumble in there. You know, Henry Cejudo just... Whew, you know what I mean? Just took him out. Took him out after surviving a vicious first round. So, uh, yeah, this is interesting. You know, he, you know, Marais came to the UFC from World Series of Fighting, where he was the champion. And, um, you know, he lost his debut against Rafael Sancel. He then uh, did avenge that loss, right? And we've seen him, yeah, really, you know, go all the way, right? The Cejudo fight was a championship fight. So we will see. Now he is going against, you know, the Sandman, Corey Sanhagen, who's twelve and two, and he's coming off a loss, which was, you know, what I mean, it was a blink and it's done. Aljamain Sterling really just took it to him at UFC two fifty. Nunes v Spencer in uh, June this year. Now. Before that, he had looked 
pretty damn impressive, right? Hadn't lost in the UFC, you know, and I think everyone really took notice with that win over Yuri Alcanta, right? Because he was in a ridiculous armbar, ridiculous armbar. But he managed to get out and um, get the win, right? And then since then, yeah, he had some good wins, you know? I think he, his biggest was uh, Rafael Sansa, right, at UFC at 241. Hmm. But, yeah, this is, you know, like, Sanhagen, he does like a submission, but he does have... You know, other wins, right? He's got TKO wins, right? His first in the UFC was a body shot, TKO. His two previous fights at LFA were um, TKOs. So, yeah, he does have those. You know, so I think as long as he can survive that initial onslaught, Because we know Marais is going to do that, right? As long as Sanhagen can survive that, I think he will be able to get the win. So um, I'm going with Sanhagen for the win. But yeah, as long as he can get through, you know, that initial burst, maybe just the first round. But yeah, I'm going Sanhagen, people. It's going to be a fun one, though. Going to be a fun one. But, um, yeah, that's it. I am looking forward to these fights. I really am. I think we've got some uh, fun clashes, you know. I think, ooh, highlight fights on this card. I think Chigezi Morales, I think that's going to be fun. I think Kasanganai Buckley is going to be another fun one. Nascimento Dukas. Um, I think uh, Perez Dupassi. Um, yeah, and then Rothwell Tabora, Barboza Americani. And then our main event, I think we have got a lot of fun fights on this. So... Yep, roll on Saturday, people, roll on Saturday. Okay, people, so before we bounce, let's take a look and see uh, what's happening in the fight world. Well, I have to say, this, um, yeah, this just seemed to have happened. Corey Anderson... He's um, Bellator, you know, debut has just been announced. He's going to be fighting Melvin Manhoff on uh, Thursday, the 5th of November. So, uh, yeah, if you can watch, um, you know, if you've got access to Bellator fights, that might be a card you want to uh, take a look at. It's uh, Bellator 251. Alright, so, um, on October the 24th, that is at UFC 254, Joel 
Ar Ar Alvarez. <laughs> Joe Alvarez will be fighting Alexander Yokolev. So, um, yeah, uh, that should be fun. And that card, that's looking like a chunky card, people. It's getting fat. Uh, man, BT Sports have announced that it's going to be a pay-per-view in the UK, which is a little irritating. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure we can make that happen. Now, also on that card... Ah, Zaleski da Santos, he's had to pull out of his fight against Alex Oliveira. But in step, Shavat Ramamov. So, uh, yeah, Oliveira gets to stay on the card. Um, now, a fun fight that's going to be taking place on the 7th of November. Arnold Allen, he will be fighting Jeremy Stevens. That's probably, whew, I have to say, this might be um, Allen's toughest test to date. I don't know. Because I think he beat Gilbert Melendez, didn't he? So, I don't know, man. It, but, you know, it's a tough-ass fight. You know what I mean? Either way. So we'll see what happens there. Now the following week, Gabriel Benitez is down to be fighting Justin Janus. So that's on the 14th of November. And then the 5th, no, sorry, the 19th of December. Ooh, this one is gonna be serious. But now, Balal Muhammad. Remember the name He's going to be fighting Sean Brady Who is currently unbeaten So uh, yeah uh, That's interesting people That's going to be Yeah an intense High pressure fight I feel But that is it We are done for the day people We will be back on Friday to uh, go over the weigh-ins and to talk about all the news that's currently circulating in the world of MMA. All right, people, until Friday, peace.